Welcome to the Active Faith Podcast, where faith meets an active lifestyle. My name is Andrew Weir. I am your host, and I am the Running Rev. This is not just any other podcast about an active lifestyle, but join us as we unpack the why behind our activity and how we connect it to our faith. I am having conversations and exploring the journeys of others as we all help to build a theology of self-care, exploring how we care for ourselves by being active persons in whatever way feels best for us as we seek to live out our faith. This is episode 17, and today I will be having on the podcast Jessica Plummer. Uh, Jessica is someone I know from down here in my running community. She is best friends with with one of the people who's in our run group. She is also a member of the run group herself as she seeks to care for herself in an active lifestyle. She is not just a runner, but you will hear all the ways that she is active, including her activity as a mom of three kids. And so we are continuing as we started last episode with Sarah McIntosh, this strong mothers series, hearing these stories of mothers, how they care for themselves in the midst of their role as mothers in their maternal journeys, in their active journeys, uh, in their faith journeys, all of this stuff that encapsulates it together. And I think Jessica is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to this. You will hear her kids in the background. Friends, I am not going to apologize. Uh, I, I did do a little bit of editing to keep the conversation continuity going. But for the most part, when there were kids in the background and she was talking, I tried not to edit that out. I tried not to interrupt her. I wanted the audio to be real because I think sometimes we can see that, you know, things get in the way in life and yet we still find opportunities to care for ourselves. And I think we hear in this episode all the ways in which Jessica just balances all of these things. She balances being a mom, going to school, being a wife. Uh, being active in her own journey, uh, having friends, having people that she hangs out with, all of these things. And so what it means for her to balance that. So let's dive in and let's hear a little bit more about Jessica's journey in her active lifestyle. Let's jump in. All right, so we are joined today by Jessica. Uh, welcome in, Jessica. How are you doing today? I'm good. Awesome. And uh, we have Jessica's little girl joining us. So if you hear little kids in the background, we are in the midst of our what I'm calling our Strong Mother series. Uh, I've been interviewing uh, some mothers, figuring out what drives them, how they care for themselves while being parents, mothers, everything else. And so let's uh, let's dive in. Let's start out like we normally do on the Active Faith Podcast. And Jessica, let's hear who are you, where are you from, and how are you active? So I'm a mom of three, a full-time college student, getting my business degree. Um, I also work part-time at the YMCA as a cheering coach and a gymnastics coach. And I currently live Paul, Virginia Beach, or Portsmouth, Virginia home, and we're from Maine, but my husband is active duty military. I, and I think the the first time I ever met Jessica was at the brewery. <laughs> and uh, well, no, we met we met one time before, but I think I, one of the, the, the big Jessica moments was at the brewery with all three kids. Um, who I will note, and we'll probably talk about later, pushing in the stroller, and her husband mm -hmm. was on deployment. And so 
Uh, well, he Jessica, was actually underway, so just a short stint, but it nonetheless. Yeah, it definitely makes life interesting having them. Yes. Um, and she's got uh, y'all can't see it because this is an audio podcast. She has her kids all over the camera. This is great. I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, they're always around. <laughs> But that's why I run because it's something I can do with all three of them and I don't have to load them up in the car. I can toss them in the stroller and we can go. Yeah, there you <laughs> so go. So 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 you started it right there, uh, but you know, we, we love to hear the why that you're active to to toss the kids in the stroller. But do you have any other whys that drive your activity? Um it's huge for my mental health um I was a big gym junkie and then we had our second my well my middle my daughter um and she did not like to go more than 15 minutes without me <laughs> so I would get 15 minutes into a workout at the gym and I would have a crying infant that wanted milk I would have to stop and go tend to her and then when my son saw me because was only one I would not be able to leave the children's room. So then I was stuck in the children's room. So I was stuck doing 15 minute workouts every day and it just was not working. So um, a local run club for military spouses was hosting a couch to 5k. Um, So I decided to give it a go. I did two weeks and then my dad and husband split a brand new double Bob for me. So I could take up running and I went from not running even a mile to running a half marathon in nine months with the double. And Jessica, so Jessica is part of the run club that we have down here in like Portsmouth, Chesapeake, Suffolk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're still trying to decide like our home base is Momac Brewery <laughs> down here in Portsmouth. Um, and and she's one of the ones that's always out there uh, pushing the stroller and and I mean I just I mean I said it in in our in our first uh, mom's episode is just I mean y'all pushing the strollers it is just it's something else um, I, I don't know I've never done it I've all I, my wife has always watched the kids while I've been able to run but I see uh, you all pushing those strollers and and doing all that stuff and think man gosh that just takes an incredible feat of strength to do. And so I, I want to dive a little bit into it. You've already started talking about it, is your maternal journey. And where I like to start these episodes is, is what did physical activity look like before motherhood? Uh, what did it look like while, um, what did it look like maybe while you were pregnant? And then what does it look like now? And I know that that's kind of a lot because you have three kids. And so you've had a lot of transitions in that. And I I really want to get into it on that one. It's pretty. So I was uh, an athlete in high school. I had track and cheering and tumbling. Um, And then during, after high school and college, I just kind of stopped everything. Um, I got into a period of life I'm not exactly proud of. Um, but it happens. Um, and then I married my husband when I was mm, 20 years old and my husband was a huge gym junkie, always has been well, since he got into the Navy, he, he has been. Um, and so he kind of taught me my love for the gym. Um, he taught me everything I know. 
for the gym um and that's just kind of where it stayed for a while because we didn't have kids until we'd been married for five years um so um through his deployments underways everything I just would spend most of my time in the gym if I wasn't at work because it was a comfort um and then we moved from California to Virginia um, and I, we left our gym and I took me until I had my son in 2017 to find my love again. Um, cause I just did not love the gyms. We joined fitness 19 in Chesapeake and that's kind of where I found my love again. Um, and I got back into it, but then I got pregnant very shortly after again, cause my older two are only 12 months apart. So, and like I said, my daughter made it very difficult to get into the gym. Um, I was getting 15 minute workouts. It was almost making my mental health worse. And at that point, the gym was very much mental health. Um, because I was just getting 15 minutes workout to having to go tend to the baby. And then that was the end of it. So that's when I started the couch to 5k and I hated distance running. When I did track in high school, I was a sprinter. <laughs> so now for me to run half marathons, my sprinting coaches is just kind of like, what are you doing? <laughs> I couldn't get you to run more than a 400 meter. Oh gosh. And here you run 13, one miles for fun. Um, so that's kind of where the love for running fell. I still had the huge love for the gym. Um, but I just focused on running because I could run from the house. Um, I found a lot of, I made a whole route and did a whole half marathon training right from my house. Um, a few years ago, we were actually featured in the Virginia pilot because one of the ways that I found all my roots was on trash truck Tuesdays, as we call it in my house. And we would chase trash trucks. <laughs> so we kind of got to know all the trash truck drivers in the neighborhood because we would hunt them down. We would wave to them. And I was just the crazy mom who ran the roads on Tuesdays <laughs> looking <laughs> for the trash truck drivers. Um, and they were, oh, I reached out to the city of Portsmouth because they always like watched out for us, made us feel safe, took their time to stop and wave to the kids, honk, everything. So I reached out to thank them and the Virginia pilot found out about it and they did an article. So, um, we've kind of fallen off our trash truck Tuesdays because, um, I found my like set running route in doing that. And I, one day for a long run, did three laps of my three mile running route with the stroller. Mm. Um, so that kind of how we got going in running, because like I said, it was easy. I could put the kids right in the stroller from the house and we could just go. Um, and then the kids fell in love with it. Yeah. That's how we fell in love with running. And then I just stuck with it. I started back in the gym when I started working for the Y when my daughter was eight months old. So almost three years ago. I started back in the gym when I started working at the Y because I got my membership for, you know, a discounted rate and I might as well use it at that point. Um, but I was still running, but I had such a strong love for running that I wasn't as dedicated to strength training as I used to be. Um, so I just ran and ran. Um, I did three half marathons between 2019 and 2020 during COVID 
two of them were virtual through the neighborhood. <laughs> they were not easy. And all of them have been done with a double stroller. Um, I pushed them through all of my training runs and my race. Um, we are actually currently training for the Shamrock with the triple. I was about to ask if you had done any in the triple yet. So yeah. Um, we are working on it. I just did my 10 mile on Monday. My Ooh. first double digit with the triple. And um, I actually had someone a couple weeks ago ask how much weight it is pushing the triple. So I did the math and it's 150 pounds. And and I think that like really goes in to to emphasize the dedication that is in there behind using this manner of physical activity as a point of self-care for you, because you've, you've talked and you've said that you've had this journey as you've come through life and as you've come through, you know, uh, pregnancy and maternity and balancing, not one, not two, not, uh, not one, not two, but three kids. And you've come through this place where, okay, you did a bunch of strength and then like now strength isn't working out and it's not working out being in the gym. And so you transition to the roads and you transition to Mm -hmm. running and what it's like to push your kids during running to take care of your kids. And so you found this balance in which one, you're getting an opportunity of self-care, but you're Mm -hmm. also getting an opportunity to spend it with your kids And to show your kids. And so, um, you know, even like, I think the first time we met, your son was on the bike. I think it was Mm -hmm. on the bike next to you. He did four miles. That was his first long um, bike ride. He did four miles because of his fourth birthday. So he either rides his bike or he rides in the stroller. um, But he also loves to run with me. So some days I will take out just the baby with the single and me and him will go run he's gotten to where he can do a mile and a half um and he's only four so and he's pretty fast he ran uh the last time he did just a mile with his dad i think he ran like a 10 20 pace um so he he does good um and so so through watching me run and my love for running, he's found his love for running. So he's not he's not a huge team sport kid. Um, he loves he loves to run. It's taught them a love for physical activity, which has also been super important for me and my husband. It's just kind of fun to watch my kids be active while I'm active. And that's one of the things that I love about this and and one of the things that I want to highlight uh, with you in in this motherhood series this strong mothers series is you know how we pass these lessons on to our kids because you've got kids uh, who are old enough to really begin to see what you're doing to to take it in and to be active yeah. with you um, mm-hmm. and and so what is that like for you to be able to find this space where you've turned running activity into something that you've cared for yourself to then now teach, facilitate, be with, it's it's not just a moment to be with your kids, but it's really a yeah. moment to like instill these, these things, these ideas in your kids as well. 
Um, like I said, it's always been super important to me and my husband to teach our kids a healthy, active lifestyle. Um, so A, it brings me so much joy to watch them do something that I love and that I use as a form of self-care um, and to watch them do it as well and love it. Like my son will have me set my watch so he knows how fast he goes, how far we go. He he just loves it. He does um when I can, I bring him to the um Tidewater Striders new energy. Mm-hmm. Um and he as long as I stay with him, he does great and he'll do all the runs with them. He'll keep up with the younger kids and he's normally one of the youngest ones. Um, cause he's a massive four year old. So people don't realize he's only four. <laughs> um, so to watch him love something that I love is just awesome. He's excited. We told him this year, he was old enough to start doing like the mini miles with a lot of the races that I do. Um, so he's super excited to do those with me. And he, he always, our tradition is when I finish my run and we get into the neighborhood, he, they're both him and my daughter who's three they run the quarter mile through the neighborhood um to end the run so they just it's awesome to watch them love it and be physically active and one of my favorite things my daughter does right now is she'll come out of the playroom with a doll in her dolly stroller and my headbands on um and say I gotta go for my run (laughs) (laughs) um so it just shows you how much they learn from you and how teaching them important healthy lifestyles are important because it's something they're going to keep with them forever um and so it's just awesome you know it's been super it's been a top priority moral or lifestyle we wanted to implement for the kids and so I'm sure that this lifestyle, whether it's you being active, your husband being active, um, you know, we heard at the top that you not only have a part-time job at the Y, but you're also a college student. You're you're yeah. uh, working on classes, and I see you on Instagram all the time. Like you're sitting in the living room taking classes online and stuff like that. And so, you know, I'm sure it's it's not always, I mean, easy. No, there's uh, a lot of days where I'm like, shouldn't run, it, but we need to run. As we but hear yeah. children, uh, as we hear, hear children screaming in the background. Um, no, uh, I but I said I wasn't gonna run. I'll be sad. No, but uh, you know, so so I wanna, I mean, maybe stick on that for a little bit because I think one of the things that many of us feel when we're trying to be active, when we're trying to build this theology of self-care, is we can just feel like there are all of these reasons not to. There are all of these reasons why it's so hard. so many days where it would just be so much easier to be like, you know what, these three miles don't happen, or, because I am back into strength training, um, So, or I'm like, I really don't want to hit that workout because I'm just so tired. My body's tired. Don't want to lug the kids to the gym. And then moments like we just had where they are screaming bloody murder in the middle of my living room. Yes. Where they're screaming bloody murder in the middle of the living room because they're fighting and we all need the change of scenery and we all need the moment of mommy taking care of herself and doing what I need to do 
to kind of reset my day, reset my mind, um, reset my thought process, reset my reactions, nothing to my kids. Um, and I end up doing those three miles or I end up doing that strength training workout because it gives us all a chance to step away from whatever's going on in the house, whatever's going on in our day-to-day, minute-to-minute life. Um, and just take care of ourselves because the kids form of, you know, self-care and mental health awareness is knowing that they need the break from the house and they need to interact with other kids that not each other because they are only 12 months apart. So they're very much together all the time. Um, and there's really no age gap. Uh, so they're into the same things. They're doing the same thing. They're playing together all day long. So when I take them to the Y state play, they just, they can play with other kids. They can interact with other kids and I can step away and not parent for an hour. So that way I can focus on myself, focus on my podcast, focus on what my self-improvement books, whatever I'm doing in that moment to kind of reset and rethink how I'm going to react to their, their problems and their emotions because they're three and four. So they have big emotions. They have big thoughts that they don't understand. And they depend on me and my husband to explain to them and break down to them. So if I'm not taking care of my emotions, then I can't take care of theirs. Yeah. And I think that that's something, whether we're parents, whether we're in a relationship, I mean, even if we're single and we're dealing with friendships, it's something that I think, I mean, we, many of us probably can uh, participate in that form of self-care and that form of self-care understanding that we seek to build in saying, okay, no, I need this time for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I have to, I have to laugh because, you know, we need time for ourselves. I'm the biggest introvert I think there is in the world. And my wife is one of the biggest extroverts. And so mm-hmm. she loves, uh, he, she loves her alone time. And, uh, oftentimes I say alone time for me is punishment. But then when I think about it, I'm like, no, I mean, I think it's just my alone time. It only needs to be like 15 or 20 minutes. Whereas hers needs to be like a couple of hours. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. That's so different for everyone. Cause like my husband, I'm more of the extrovert and my husband is more of the introvert. So he gets home from work and he wants to go to the gym with his gym buddy. He doesn't want to talk to anyone else at the gym. He doesn't want to make friends at the gym. He just wants to go <laughs> in with his best friend, do his workout and come home to his kids. And I'm like, all right, so where are we going tonight? Because I've been in this house all day. I am done. I need to interact with strangers <laughs> and I need to make new friends. And he's like, you're just like that. So we're very different on those aspects. Self-care for me comes in many ways. Self-care for me comes in meeting my friends at the gym and working out or going to that run club. Um, There's been many days where I'm like, I'm not going to the run club. I'm not going to the workout group. I'm not going to the class. And then I come back and I go and I do the workout and I, my cup is filled. Um, The days that I can make it to run some mo um, are a game changer because those start especially when my husband's gone I will come in looking like a freaking hot mess with my three kids in tow because I've been solo probably for days at that point and I like I said I come in looking like a hot mess and then but I have that I have that run and then I have that time with other parents who get the who get the life and understand because most of us that go to that club are parents yeah um and our kids run around the brewery like little hooligans and it's so fun to watch because my kids are getting what they need by playing with the other kids and interacting with the other kids um 
And then we can all go home and we can finish our Saturday and everyone's happy. So it's just, that's what I need. That's how I fill my cup. And my kids see the change in me. I can drop them off at stay and play and I can be so frustrated and so upset and discouraged and just angry. And then I come back and I pick them up and I'm, we are teething and we are not happy. Um, I can pick them up. And I'm happy to see them. I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to go home and play with them and see their little minds work because I've had that time for myself. And so I, especially since having kids, um, cause I struggled together with PPD with both of my older two. Um, it was the worst with my daughter. Actually, I don't even know who it was worse with because I got it pretty bad during pregnancy as well. So I was only a year postpartum when I had my daughter. Um, so it was pretty bad with the big two and that's kind of where fitness came in and self-care in the form of fitness and activity and movement came in. Um, cause it was the easiest way to do it for me. It was something I could do every day for a short period of time and not feel guilty leaving my one-year-old and infant, you know, insane play. So I actually stayed, my one and only active pregnancy was the baby, um, my 10 month old. And I did 10 miles at 30 weeks pregnant, pushing the double. So I was actually training for a half marathon with being pregnant with the double when I fell down the stairs and sprayed my ankle. And it was a big game changer because I lost running. So I switched back to strength um, and then I became a high risk pregnancy. So I had to give it all up. So that was hard um, because of course I had so much going on at the end of my pregnancy with her was very scary. Um, I had two little kids at home and I didn't want to be active in the ways that I wanted to be. So I became active probably way too soon with her. I was back in the gym at five weeks postpartum, <laughs> lifting like I had never stopped. So it's just, I, ever since then, I, it's a message that I love to preach and that I love to share because I do think that it's so important to always take that time. I feel guilty for taking that time because you earn it and you deserve it. Um, and you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're not filling your cup, then you can't fill theirs. Yeah. And um, I think that's important. I mean, you know, I think we've reiterated it so many times today as we've kind of gone through this discussion of just what it means to care for yourself in these times and how we're caring for ourselves while also caring for those who are around us. I think this is one of the reasons that especially like when we look at parents and the way that parents interact with their kids and we think about parents finding their time to take care of themselves and then also finding times to spend time with their families, to spend time with their kids, to spend time with their friends, right? Is yeah. balancing all of these various aspects of life that come into play in this stuff mm -hmm. and what that looks like. And to even think about the mental health aspect when it comes to things, because, you know, I'm sure that there are many of our listeners here who are listening and they may not relate to the postpartum depression, uh, maybe because they're not postpartum or they've never been postpartum, um, but maybe they can relate to the depression and they can think of those times where, okay, what do I have to do to like get through this day? Uh, what do I have to do to get through this time? What do I, what do I have to do? 
and it becomes such an important and vital thing to think, okay, for me, like, I just, I need to get out on this run. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I need to make it to the gym. I need to do this. I need to do that. Uh, and that's like the most purest form of self-care that we can take is yeah. just take a moment to think about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's what it I, may not, yeah. It may not always feel and it might feel impossible to fit it into your day, but I find that's when I said, "Okay, I'm going to do just three miles because I can give up 40 minutes." That means I might have to give up 40 minutes of scrolling or 40 minutes of folding laundry. But at the end of the day, the laundry's still going to be sitting there. The social media is still going to be sitting there. But your sanity and your self care and um you're going to be able to get that laundry folded so much faster if you've taken care of yourself. And I just want to um, say that, that Jessica is, is practicing so much Zen right now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Uh, so I, I mean, I'll, I let you guys back behind the scenes. I record all the intros after I record these episodes. Um, I am not going to apologize for any of the screaming for any of it. Uh, just the same way I do in church. Uh, I love the sound of children having fun playing. Uh, sometimes the screaming is a lot, but I mean, it 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 really is. Uh, I mean, there's so much in that of of self care that you can see the way in which I mean, you're having this conversation right now. You're on this screen. You've got a ten month old in your arms, and you're feeding. Uh, you've got three four year olds over there getting stuff. They're they're trying to watch it. <laughs> they uh, they're a handful, but I honestly, at the end of the day, I wouldn't change it. There are days that are exhausting. There are days where I'm like, I want to do like 200 miles because they're in the stroller that contains. They're kind of happy when I do long runs because they do go with me. Um, and I know they are getting older. They're, you know, they want to be mobile. They want to be moving. So I now try to throw in new places. So we try to find new houses, new things to look at, new water areas. So it's been a lot of connecting new neighborhoods and finding safe routes to connect new neighborhoods with a triple scroll because we're not small. Um, we don't fit on all sidewalks. So I could run for four. I wish I could run for four hours to keep them contained in the stroller and I could turn my headphones up. And I, I'll tell them if they're being too much, I'll be like, listen, mommy needs 30 minutes and turning my headphones up. Do not cry and do not eat me. <laughs> yeah. Because I know if they're in the stroller with snacks, they, they're safe. Um, they're taken care of. So I can take those 30 minutes to myself with my book or my podcast and do what I need to do to get back in the mental health. And then we can go home and do what we need to do. So my life is never a dull moment. (laughs) My life is never quiet, but I wouldn't change it at the end of the day. And I love that they are able to see how I do my self-care and how I take care of myself because I also do Zoom therapy. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and as you're seeing now on this Zoom meeting, it is no different than Zoom therapy. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and what it's like. No, and it and it becomes that balance of finding time to care for ourselves, finding time to care for others, finding times to do all of these things as we're practicing our own self-care. And so as 
as you're doing this work, as you're doing all of these things, you know, we've talked about the ups, we've talked about the downs, we've talked about the balance, we've talked about bringing in all of these aspects. And when we're building a theology of self-care, it's about meshing all of these things together. And it's about bringing in, you know, the times that you care for yourself. It's about bringing in those times where, you know, not only are you caring for yourself, but you're also trying to help your kids learn their own aspects of self-care, right? Because you go on runs, not just for your self-care, but it's like, you know what, maybe my kids need a little bit of vitamin D and a little bit of fresh Mm -hmm. air uh, to get in all of that stuff. And so what what is this balancing act? What role does this balancing act play in your relationship with your spouse, right? What is the communication? What is the back and forth? How are you playing off one another to help to make sure that both of you, because, you know, it, it, it's not just this relationship that you have with your kids, but you've also highlighted it as well, this relationship that you have with your spouse. Um, and and to add, a spouse whose schedule is also busy and hectic, right? You've talked about he will he'll be gone for a little while um, and won't be around. And so he's got to go and and you guys got to communicate. So what's that aspect of the relationship and what role does that play in it for you too? So thankfully my husband is very big on physical activity as a form of self-care. So it definitely makes it easier. Um, One of our favorite dates, as silly as it sounds, is we'll put the kids in stay and play and we'll go work out together. Um, It will be, all right, we've barely seen each other all week. Let's put the kids in stay and play and let's go do a leg day together or let's go do a back day together. Um, Because we don't work out as together as much as we used to. So it is special when we get to work out or um, my mom comes every in every year for our wedding anniversary and she'll keep the kids. So we don't have to worry about stay and play hours and we'll go work out. Um, and then we'll go grab lunch or we'll work out in the morning. We'll come home and spend some time with the kids and then we'll go grab lunch. Um, but when my mom's in town, one thing we always make sure we do is we go to the gym together, um, where we don't have to worry about loading the kids up and putting them in stay and play. It definitely helps. Um, he'll grab a run with me if it's one of my shorter runs. Um, and everyone gives him crap because he doesn't push the stroller because I don't let him. Um, I've always run with the stroller. I really only know running with the stroller. I feel very weird when I run without a stroller. (laughs) So people are like, you make her push all them kids. And he's like, no, I offer. And she takes it right back. Yeah. (laughs) So he'll grab my shorter runs with me. He'll, he'll push me to see me do better because it's okay. Um, so, or if I'm having a bad day, he'll be like, take the baby, go run, Mm -hmm. go get three miles in. Um, or there have been days where one of my best running friends lives right up the road. Um, so there'll be days where I'm waiting in the doorway for him to pull in the driveway as she's running up the road and he's not even out of the car. I'm like, okay, bye. (laughs) and he literally walks in still in work clothes and he's like I don't even know what I'm walking into but all right I got the kids (laughs) (laughs) um or like I'm going to the gym have fun with the three kids there's milk in the fridge (laughs) so he's very supportive of me taking that time and me doing what I need to do to take care of myself and if that means a workout where I don't have to take any kids and 
um, I can just walk out the door as needed. Um, then that's what I get. And I give him the same, you know, if I'm like, you need to go to the gym, go, I've got the kids. Um, cause we both get the struggles of parenthood. We both get the struggles of work. Um, so we both know that that's how we sell, we decompress. Um, and that's just what we do. I mean, there are weeks where I see him for maybe, uh, two, three hours out of the week, um, until Friday. And one of those hours I might let, you know, I don't want to say let him, but he might go to the gym and we give up that hour to, together because we know how important it is for the other to get that workout in. And there's a lot of that nature of just communal support as well. You know, you talk yeah. about not just your husband, but you talk about, you know, your parents, you talk about um, yeah. your, your running friends who are all around, whether it's uh, your running friends and in your neighborhood, whether it's the, the run club and, and, and all of us at the brewery uh, coming in and helping out. Uh, you know, one of the things that I love to see when we are at the brewery and we get done on our Saturdays really is just like that that open area in the brewery it's just all the kids playing around yeah. um they and then all the adults all the adults just uh drinking beer and you know having whatever the food truck is or pizza you know depending on if if the food truck has made it yet or not um, but but really highlighting that nature of you know i think when it comes to self-care one of the things that gets really highlighted in your story and I think that some of our people will really relate to is it takes a village. It really does. Um, I mean, even it, it, it's hard not to imagine, even if I didn't have my kids, even if I didn't have my partner, that I would not be able to function and care for myself without other people around me helping me. Um, oh, that's know. so true. Cause there's so many days where like, I'll text my running friend who lives up the road and I'm like, I am not in a good headspace. <laughs> I'm not doing okay, but I don't want to go for this run or I don't want to go for this lift or, you know, tell me that it's okay to not go for this run and lift because mentally I need the rest. And she'll be like, Jessica, it's okay. Or I'll be like, it's a crap show at the house today, but I'm coming to the brewery. She's like, all right, I'll be there. And she helps with me, helps me with the kids. There was one, yeah. one of the first Momac runs I went to at the brewery. She actually wore my infant in the baby carrier. So I yeah. could have a free, a free minute without a child on me. And she put the baby to sleep for me. Um, so the village is just so important, especially with how often my husband is gone. And I'm solo parenting on top of everything else that I do um, to have that village that I know there was one day me and my husband were out running and we stopped at their house and they're like, let the kids play because they got out. And I was like, they're not going to get back to the store for us to finish our run. They're like, okay, leave the kids, go finish your run and then come back and get the kids. So, and that's exactly what we did. Um, so having your support village is just so important as a, a parent, a human being in general, just to have the people that will be like, it's okay to not run today. It's okay to not lift today or go get that run in because you know, at the end of it, you're going to feel so much better. Um, and I just have so many people in my village that I'm so thankful for that do that for me from my Instagram posts, cheering me on when I'm halfway through a 10 miler um, to people saying, Hey, drop your kids off and go run. Yeah. 
and and to have that sort of support can mean everything from family from friends from mm -hmm. you know i mean therapists um doctors i mean all just just the whole just the whole thing you know and goes to reiterate something that we've covered in this podcast before is you know self-care is more than physical activity and yes this is a podcast that is highlighting the physically active component of self-care but it is not doing it you know hopefully i'm not doing it in a way that negates any of the other ways it is that we are adding or we are looking at physical activity as a manner to enhance our self-care you know exactly. we use that mm -hmm. activity as a way to care for ourselves and we name that it's like, okay, yeah, when I'm having a bad day, I need to go for a run. But when I'm having a bad day and I need to go for a run, um, I'm also treating it this way. Or, you know, the way that you name, you need that gym time with your spouse. It's not just the gym time, but it's the time with your husband that also mm -hmm. goes to fill your cup. Uh, you yeah. know, when we when we go to the brewery, like I I need my IPAs in order to... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> exactly, um, like relaxing after the run relaxing with a beer with a group of like-minded people and just chatting for god sometimes too many hours <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, get yeah. Home to do homework and housework but sometimes it's okay to stop and take those too many hours with like-minded people who get your daily struggles um and who can also help fill that cup um because sometimes if you're just focusing on the physical aspect of self-care you end up emptying the cup because you're pushing your body too far the limits because there's yeah. so many ways to fill your cup in self-care and yes i'm a huge believer that physical fitness and physical activity should be a way because it's just it releases those endorphins and all the good stuff in your body um and it makes you feel good it gives you more energy but sometimes you need to reserve the energy you do have and laugh with friends and um just enjoy your favorite beer or enjoy your favorite smoothie or your favorite meal. Um, because that brings you just as much joy. Um, self-care is finding joy in your life and yeah. bringing that joy in, in all the ways that you can find it. Um, and it's about, it, I mean, it's, it's all, you know, we, we recognize our limitation and mm -hmm. if physical and if physical activity activities like running or strength training teach us anything about ourselves it's that when we recognize the limitation when we see a limitation it's one it's an opportunity to stop but it's an opportunity to reflect on yes. is this a limitation that i can grow through or is this a limitation that is just something that's going to cause me to stop um, exactly in general and so there's so much that we learn about ourselves in terms of how we care for ourselves from physical activity and so, I mean, yeah, it's so great. Um, so before we get to these end of podcast questions, uh, because you, like our first guest, are one that, uh, and even more so, I think, is a, a, a stroller pusher. I don't know what to call you all. I mean, I'm, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm, I call us. I call us stroller pushers. Okay, I was going to say, like, I'm trying to talk are. to Carrie about, like, y'all need an awesome, cool nickname for, for this sort of activity. <laughs> Um, but what is what is the best part about pushing your kids in the stroller? Oh gosh, um, the best part is 
my favorite parts I have to say are the races um, because my kid, you know, your kids do what you do. So as I'm cheering people on through the races, um, cause that's just what you do in races. My kids start doing the same thing. Um, and then to see the joy that it brings from someone who might be struggling um, to finish the race that my kid, my, you know, at the time they were one and an infant. So my one-year-old, you know, cheering them on. Or even my son will cheer me on when I'm talking, like when I'm having a hard time, I'll be like, all right, guys, tell mommy that she can do it. And like, they'll just sit there and chant, you got, you can do it, mommy. You can do it, mommy. So just knowing that they're seeing me do hard things and encouraging me and others. And one of the things we'll do is we'll play scavenger hunts when we're out running. So hearing their little voices and the joy they get, and they love going with me. Um, my three-year-old will not let me get out of the house without her. And I don't normally leave without the baby because that's how she takes some of her naps. Um, so I'm mostly always stuck pushing the at least the double. And I hate to say stuck because I truly do enjoy it. Um, just having them with me and, you know, loving it with me. Yeah. Not stuck because even when your husband ta- tries to take the stroller, you do not let him. <laughs> No, it's my comfort. It's become my comfort because um, I can also have all of it in running fuel. <laughs> I never have to worry about where I'm going to put it. It's I was all say, right there. I get very, I get very yeah, jealous of Carrie when she's got her water bottle right there on the stroller. It, could just I can, yes, I can bring like energy fuel and carb fuel and gummy <laughs> fuel and all the water and it's right there i never have to worry about how i'm gonna so the days i have to wear my hydration pack i feel so weird because i never wear a hydration pack because i can just toss my water bottle in the stroller yeah so that's so probably another favorite part yeah there you <laughs> go I'm never without so let's jump to these end of podcast questions now so what is something that you have done that has made you feel accomplished Going back to school with three kids and carrying a 4.0. There you go. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, seriously, y'all, if, uh, if you have a chance, check out Jessica on Instagram because she is either running, caring for these kids, or she is in school, and she is crushing it. So, uh, yeah. You. So what is an upcoming goal that you have? Oh, gosh. Honestly, to get through this half marathon with the triple, <laughs> there's been a lot of doubt in this training cycle. I think more doubt than I had pregnant. Um, so yeah, to get through this half and actually finish it. Well, I will be cheering from afar for this half marathon. Unfortunately, it's on a Sunday. So uh, yeah. we, we're, we're trying to get a bunch of stuff planned. But yeah, I mean, that is... If, Man, I can't even imagine. I'm 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 doing the AK for for Shamrock. Um, I am not pushing a stroller. I'm I'm gonna be running it. Uh, but when I hear that Jessica Plummer has finished the Shamrock Half Marathon with a uh, with three tiny humans having pushed a stroller, there will be an extra cheer of joy in that. That is great. Yes. Uh, so um, who do you go to when life gets tough? Aside from God. Um, I probably have three people that I turn to the most. Um, my mom, because she's a very level-headed person and she's very good at reining my crazy emotions back in, um, especially when my husband's gone. My husband, cause he, he's blunt. He puts it like it is. <laughs> Sometimes you just need it blunt. 
um, or Carrie. Um, we've talked about Carrie a few times on here. When something big happens and my husband's gone, I tend to rush into a crazy emotional state and the world is falling apart. And Carrie is a very narrow, straight path thinker and she processes things very fast and in a very matter of fact thought process. So I tend to call her <laughs> when it's going crazy. Um, or I have two best friends that I also call just when I just need an ear to listen and then and not give me advice because I think the same way I do. <laughs> so I have a list that kind of depends on the situation and what I need in that moment. If I need the bluntness, my husband, if I don't want to hear the bluntness, I call one of my best friends. <laughs> yeah. And so aside from physical activity, what are some other ways that you practice self-care? Um, reading. Uh, I will, when days are really hard, I will go to the bedroom and leave my kids with all the, my husband with all the kids and I'll dive into a deep, into a book. Sometimes that means I finish the book in one day. Sometimes it means I only get a couple chapters through. It depends on the day. Um, but a good book is definitely one way that I get through some rough days or I'll make another cup of coffee and I won't count it in my macros. (laughs) All right, well let's get let's get a book recommendation. What's the best most recent book you've read? Um the best most recent book I read, I have to look up the title because I'm so bad at remembering titles. <laughs> but I read a crime a crime romance thriller series on my Kindle. And I think I read all three books in like a week. Um it is the series of cold case justice books they're very good um or what you never knew by jessica i think it's jessica hamilton it you definitely don't expect it to go where it went it yeah all right you think you you have it figured out and then you definitely do not Well, there you go. For those of our listeners who like to to read as well as get active, you've got a a book recommendation to follow there. Uh, You've got just some great, uh, not just parenting advice, uh, Mm -hmm. but you just got some great life advice as well of of management and balancing and self-care. Jessica, it has been just a joy having you on. I've enjoyed uh, just seeing all of this, uh, your, all your kids running through the shots. Um, unfortunately this is an audio podcast, so y'all won't see them, but y'all will hear them. Um, and just know that every, every time a child screams, uh, there is joy in heaven. So, um, Jessica, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure to talk and be able to share my story because I just, I want everyone to know that it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to take those 30 minutes, hour, two hours out of your day, even as a parent to do your self care. Amen to that. 
what another great episode, not, not just of this series of strong mothers that we are doing, but just of the podcast in general. I mean, these are the stories that I was hoping to be able to share and tell through the, the medium of this podcast. As we build this theology of self-care, we uh, don't just look at Jessica and see, oh, why well, I, I feel sorry because she is a mom of three, her husband's not always there because she may be on deployment or whatever may, we may be thinking, but we look at Jessica and we think, oh man, yes, these are some things that I can incorporate into my own self-care routine. You heard that, you know, when she's having a frazzled day, sometimes she just says, you know what, kids, we need to go for a run. And she loads them up in the stroller. And I think about how often that happens for me too, that I just think about how my day's going. I'm like, you know what, I just need to get out and go for a run, or I just need to go to the gym or... I just need to care for myself for for five minutes, just, just a little bit of care in order to help me get through the rest of this day. These are the lessons, these are the journeys, these are the stories uh, that I just love to hear and unpack and that I have a joy to share with you. Uh, Jessica is someone who reached out to me. She was actually the one who kind of uh, sparked in my mind this Strong Mother series. And so here we are week two listening to her story. And uh, and next week we will have one more Strong Mother coming on and joining us. You heard her name, Carrie, uh, Jessica's friend. She's going to come and talk about her experiences and in running, in motherhood, um, and in different facets of motherhood. And so what a great journey we uh, are going on in this series. So many great stories there are to share, but I want to thank you for joining this conversation here in this episode. What a great conversation it was. Uh, don't forget to check out those show notes as you are uh, wrapping up your time. You will see uh, ways to connect with Jessica. Uh, you will also see ways to connect with me, the host, Andrew Ware. Um, and then you also see ways to connect with the podcast in general. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We also have the Active Faith Community on Facebook. That is a group where we just share our journeys. Uh, we share what's going on in our active journeys. We share what's going on in our self-care journeys. Feel free. Uh, we would love to have you join. Come be a part of that community. Uh, also, make sure that you follow or subscribe to this podcast on your podcast listening platform of choice. No matter what it is, make sure you just hit that subscribe button. These episodes will pop in your feed as soon as they are released on Wednesdays. And then you know what? If you are feeling really generous, I would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. It helps others to find the podcast and that way. They see how much you're loving it. Hopefully they know that they will love it as well. And you know what? Just if you could share this podcast, share it with one friend who you think needs to hear this message or someone you know uh, that is in the midst of this self-care journey themselves and could use this podcast to help them along that way. Uh, we would love to connect with them for them to hear these stories. So please share this podcast with others. Share them, invite them to listen. And now may God bless us as we stay active in and for God's kingdom. Amen. <laughs>